God damn, I almost fell asleep. Alright, oh, I just realized Biggie ain't here. I'm about to holler at him later. Yeah, he came, he dropped by the stream uh, the other day. Hey, what, did he tell you? Yeah, he told me he's working, I asked him. I'm gonna need some relaying of messaging. <laughs> Any old way, first things first, first order of business. I, I, I definitely gotta play a little bit of Meek, at least 15 seconds, because Meek Mill is now officially a free man. And damn, it feels like a good, uh, like a long ass time. And granted, I'm not the biggest Meek fan. I don't know shit about Meek too damn much. But I do fuck with Dreams and Nightmares. So, being as how the brother is free, and I got more details on the case itself that, you know, what has happened or whatever. Yeah, I can see why everybody was saying free Meek, and I understand at this point. So. But she don't ride like my ghost. Alright, that's how y'all getting it. All you getting is 15 seconds because YouTube gonna fuck around and immediately block my shit worldwide. But, we start a podcast at least nine minutes late. You know, that ain't, that ain't too bad considering, you know, being on Supreme Black People Time, which would be a whole 30 minutes to an hour. But let's go ahead and get into business. This is one of those games podcast. Epilode. Ep Epilode. Episode 11. You gotta excuse me, I am a little bit tired, brother, brother been out chill, working out here in these streets, feel what I'm saying? And I got my co-host with the most, the homie, Eric Rain, Biggie is out chill, working as usual, getting that money, shout out to the homie. Eric, go ahead and introduce yourself, my brother. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Eric Rain, aka Mr. Eric Rain. <laughs> Word. Okay, first things first. <laughs> Let, let's go ahead and talk about... Uh, Nintendo could do whatever the hell they want to news. This is what I want to talk about. Let, let's go ahead and jump head up into it because we got a few topics that we're going to touch on today. But let's go and talk about the Nintendo Labo. Now, Eric was the one who actually told me about this. I re I knew about it because of the GMG podcast. Shout out to GMG. But um, I wasn't really paying attention to it because like, most of y'all know I'm not a huge Nintendo guy. I didn't grow up playing Nintendo. I grew up playing Sega and you know Sony and shit like that. But when I got wind or fully did like a little bit more research on the Labo, yo, Nintendo can do whatever the fuck they want. Eric, go ahead and uh, explain it, bro. Oh, I was at GameStop for the God of War release, right? And I'm and this is, I'm looking like, what the hell is this Nintendo Levo shit? And I I looked at it, yo, it's cardboard. Yep. I'm not calling the Nintendo no more. They are the ultimate hustlers. These fools is selling cardboard to kids, and you know they buying it up. Uh, that's 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 day that's day one right there for a lot of people. The crazy thing about this is the fact that a yes, Nintendo is selling you know, uh, cardboard like flat out cardboard. Like I'm gonna show y'all some pictures of this shit. But the, I'm your son can make this shit. Yeah. Well, the thing about it, because I actually read a review on it, they were saying that uh, the Labo does take some type of uh, patience. That was the key. The, the keyword that was highlighted in the review I read that the thing it, it requires a lot of patience. But this is what makes me laugh. We get pissed off when you know, uh, company like like people got pissed off when Nintendo like sold a DS without the charger or whatever. They assumed everybody who had a DS or bought a DS already had the charger with them or whatever, right? People got pissed off when they made different iterations of the Nintendo Wii, which you know shocked the world. People got pissed off that the Wii U was no was not the success that 
you know, would live off the Wii. But Nintendo came out with the Switch, everybody's happy, and then they sell cardboard, and nobody, I don't see any type of outrage, outcry, nothing. I see people like, oh, that's pretty cool, and here's the fucked up part about it. After reading the review via Polygon, the Labo is like a dope concept, but the fact that it's fucking cardboard just makes it look... Cardboard, no. No, 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 man. This ain't nothing. And I know Nintendo is the king of the accessories, but come on, man. This is going a little too far. You know this shit is going to sell out. Well, the fact of the matter is it's not the fact that it's not going to sell. It's Nintendo. This is what it looks like. This is what the box looks like. The fact of the matter is, is that Nintendo has a good concept. They're trying to do the virtual reality thing, but make, but like giving us like the sample taste, but making it so menial with cardboard that people are going to be more pissed about the cardboard than the, than the concept itself. Because the concept itself is pretty damn dope. But the fact that it's cardboard is like, bro, I could get an Amazon box and do half of this shit. Because, the I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to show y'all this. They actually have like a full-fledged robot cardboard suit. They have a damn cardboard like uh, a handlebar bike thing. They have a fucking uh, a cardboard like guns. This shit is, is is. What if it gets wet? What if you drop some you know, some drink on it or something? I mean, is then at that point it's a GG, and you just got to hold that L. And the the thing about it is that you know this is meant for kids. Like this is not meant for no, grown ass adults. Um, Okay, so yeah, this is this is Nintendo Labo right here. This right here is what you're looking at. So as you can see, it has different like little things, th uh, like accessories. It has like little see-through thing. There's a bunch of different things about this Labo. And here's a here's a cold part though. So the Labo has two different forms. It has the variety pack, which has you know all of these in it. Then it has the robot pack, and the robot kit is this huge. Fucking! It looks uncomfortable. I'm actually about to show y'all the screen. It looks like you have a mech suit on from a game. Like, like the innovation of it is interesting. Like, look at this. Hold up. Booyah! Look at the fucking. Look, just look at the like how. It looked kind of crude. I don't. I don't even know how else to say it. But you see, like my man's feet is fucking like, like tied down to some strings and then it has like a little joy con right here it, it seems like the concept of the labo is all right like i see what but they're trying to out, do no, check this out though there's also a headpiece with a visor but there's nothing in it it's literally just an outline of a visor like i said the concept itself is interesting because it seems like they're trying to do this whole uh uh what's that shit called a VR type thing because people been asking for like VR to be fully inclusive you know I want the arms the legs and all that and it seems like Nintendo wants to do it but I'm at the agree with what Viv Boss is saying that says it looks like a damn kindergarten art project that's the problem with this shit because it was actually some more bread put into this like it was some type of I don't know plastic or some type of shit that like made it seem more justifiable I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be as goofy what up in Helica? It don't it don't need to have any plastic or nothing because it's just like the dude who been at the pet rock. It's gonna sell hot and then she's gonna die. Wait, that was a real thing. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We we ain't finna speed past that. We ain't finna speed past that. The pet rock was a real thing. A pet 
Yeah, I, I got I got a couple years on you, man. Yeah, Pet Rock was a real thing. Yo, hold up, hold up. Hey, yo, podcast, my my people in the Wu family, we gonna have to we gonna we gonna do some research right now, cause I don't believe this shit. I I, I don't believe this. Shit. You can't be fucking serious. Yep. It it hold up uh, stream for my podcast viewers who are our podcast listeners who are gonna listen to this shit you know via SoundCloud. It is a real thing. The pet fucking rock. Niggas bought rocks, fam. Not even crack rocks. I hate to say drug use, but at least a crack rock, you're getting something out of it. It's a fucking rock. Okay. People people come up with the most craziest ideas. They make tons of money off that, and that shit dies. Everything is a fad. This oh. shit is gonna be a fad. This shit gonna be hot for the <laughs> Nintendo streamers. And once that shit dies out, it's dead. Oh my lord in heaven! But what's happening with everybody in the chat? But Nintendo's definitely gonna make that break. Cause let's not sit here like Nintendo does not get away with flat out murder. Like <laughs> Nintendo can sell accessories. Nigg- Nintendo can sell niggas a console with no games, no controller, and people still buy that shit. They will still buy that shit. Look at the look at the Wii U when it came out with the uh, the motion uh, controllers. PlayStation Move came out. The Xbox Connect came out. Nintendo is the forefront of accessories and innovation when it comes to add-ons to their fucking system. And they sell Flat out. and they sell well. That's the thing. Like it's not like they they fully fucking tank and Nintendo's about to go bankrupt. Let's not get a mistake. Nintendo got billions. But it's like they do some goofy shit that we all object that a lot of people object or some people object. But it's still like the numbers say otherwise. Like we can sit here and talk about how weird it looks, how trash it might be, how you know how much of a quick cash grab it might be, but still gonna do those numbers. And I guarantee you, like Eric just said, we might see a trend with this shit that happens with Sony and Microsoft. They might be like, "Hey, Nintendo's doing that shit. Let, let's not call it the Connect. Let's call it like uh uh uh." fucking Microsoft Move or some crazy shit like that, where it's gonna, might have these accessories. And then Sony might be like, instead of, you know, we got the whole VR headset thing, let's go ahead and add to him like, VR full body. You can see this happening, because history tends to repeat itself. That's the thing. Full PlayStation experience or some shit. Yeah, like, same, like, I don't want to draw a full core, actually, I'm gonna do it anyways, fuck what I, what I want to do. Like, look like this, T-Mobile used to have unlimited, uh, like, messaging and all that shit, right? But it wasn't truly unlimited. Then they had another plan called Truly Fucking Unlimited, which gave you the limited shit that you were supposed to get previously. Same goddamn concept. And that's what these companies are going to start doing. If if this shit does the way it should do, because, you know, we're not going to sit there like, you know, kids are not going to see the commercials and bug their parents up and down no matter how much. Because kids don't have full-on logic. They don't. They, they just fucking don't. They see the Nintendo Labo thing. They see the logo. They see the branding. They no, see no, 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 no. They see kids in the commercials around their age playing with it, and they want to get it too. Thank God my nieces and nephews ain't into that shit. But uh, they gonna see, you know, like, you know, kids having fun with this on the commercials and shit like that. They're gonna be like, oh, I can do all this if I get the Labo. I already have the Nintendo Switch. blah de blah blah whatever, right? Meanwhile, parents, or uncles in my case, are gonna try to speak some logic. Nigga, I can make you this. Like, I buy shit off Amazon almost every week. I got bigger boxes than this Nintendo shit, and we can get it popping. The cold thing about it is my 12-year-old said that shit. My 12-year-old was like, yo, dad, I can make this. That's crazy. That's cardboard. Because my son, is he loves crafting and all that shit. He was like, I can make that myself. I'm saying, like, this could spark creativity. This could. I, I try to look at the positives and negatives about this shit. Positives. 
it could lead into an innovation of gaming of some way, shape, or form when it comes to VR. Another positive, it might spark creativity for kids to meet, to do more shit with their hands. Although it says that they want parents to do this, let's keep it 100. Kids want to try this shit out too. But, but this, it, this is marketing for kids. This ain't marketing for parents. Like, like the kids ain't got the money. Like, look at this. Like, this is what the the Labo thing looks like. Let me put it over my face cam. This is the essence of it. Like, you see, like, the little cardboard. Here's, like, the, the, the little uh, Joy-Cons. I keep forgetting the names of it. Like, here's, like, the little the gun thing. Here's, like, a little cart. It seems cool in essence, but I just don't... I don't think the execution is all the way there. He said, if I ever find out people finna be out there gaming in a cardboard box as they get in this L, hey, yo, uh, hey, boss, I, I feel you on that. But here's the thing. This is going to do numbers on YouTube because people are going to want to see Nintendo oh, yeah. Nintendo Labo playthroughs, Nintendo Labo gameplay. It's going to do numbers. It is flat out. It's going to do numbers. These Nintendo numbers. streamers, these Nintendo YouTubers, Nintendo are going to ship that shit to them so quick. The ones that have the, uh, the sub count. Oh, yeah. You know, show 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 why this is cool. Like, this is definitely going to do numbers across all boards. But, to Eric's point, it's probably not going to last long. It's going to be a fad that's going to be on for, like, one to two months. It's not going to have that Nintendo what, Wii what success. Does, what, does, what does last long in gaming? Let's be real. Fortnite. We're on, we're on our, fourth, our fourth PlayStation. Yeah, we're talking about consoles. I'm not, I'm not, but I'm just saying, we're on a Nintendo Switch now. Because when, when I got the Wii U... I mean, the Wii for my kids, I thought it was a shit. Yeah. That's what I like about Nintendo. They are out there getting kids to be more mobile with their games instead of just sitting down in front of a screen. So, is, oh, it's okay, so it's like a reinforced cardboard. It's not all flimsy, but it is reinforced, but there are thin pieces because you have to connect it. It's like, uh, what was that? I think there's wires in there, too. Yeah, there's wires and shit, but like, what was that fucking toy that had that? I'm trying to remember. I, I can't remember. There's some toy that had, like, you know, you connected, like, little pieces of it. And not, like, it's kind of like Legos, but with cardboard and not as cool. To, to I think I know what you're talking about, but the name escapes me. Yeah, it's, like, on tip of my tongue, so I remember seeing, I remember actually playing with it at one point. But that's that's kind of the whole Nintendo Labo thing. Hopefully, this might spark some more innovation in the industry, because that's what Nintendo's actually really good at. All jokes and bullshit aside, Nintendo is good at sparking creativity. Because Nintendo does some far left shit that people don't agree with or they're not ready for, and then you see companies start mimicking that shit, and they're like, "Oh, the thing with Nintendo, why Nintendo is so successful? They take chances. Yep. If it's if it's a W or L, they still take that chance. They jump out the window. They're like, "Fuck it, we go, we Nintendo. This is this <laughs> is out, this is out the, this is out the car door at eighty five miles an hour, and they don't care. They're like, they gonna buy the shit, and we gonna see what happens." And I guarantee you, if it's, if it's successful, they're going to have Labo 2. And it's going to be, like, a better quality, better games for it. Because, oh, also, I forgot to mention, when you buy this Labo, it comes with a cartridge that you put in the uh, Switch that gives you, like, step-by-step -step instructions. I will give them that. They should give you step-by-step -step instructions in a new, in the 21st century way. Because they could have done it, because I bought a tripod recently. And they could have done it the old-fashioned way with, you know, the paper and things like that. That's actually, like, an intuitive thing where you scroll through and you can, like, lift up your Switch and, like, try to get, like, a better view of the camera angles and things like that. I'll give Nintendo that. So I see I see what they're doing. It's just that the execution ain't resonated with your boy yet. But who knows? Some years down the line, this might be successful. And they might find a way to make a further impact or further ripple in gaming. Hopefully, 
they they figure it out and hopefully you know we get closer to full VR because I'm not buying a VR headset if I'm not fully uh, you know believing what? it. The VR I want. I want to lay down in the chair and be in the damn game. That's cool. what I'm buying. That I want to be in Resident Evil myself, that, running around shooting zombies. That would be fun. I remember this is this is actually on the topic of uh, VR, but I remember I read this this article that was talking about this uh, small company that's actually trying to in- incorporate VR like with first person shooters. And here's the dope part. So like you put on like this vest or whatever, right? And like you like have the gun you're playing, but like when you get shot and die, you feel like the thing hit your chest. That's fire, but I can see how somebody like, like that's like laser tag, right? Well, laser tag is shakes, but like this is like an actual like like thud. I mean, like you feel like somebody's like hitting you in your chest type shit. Like trying to be in pain while playing a game. I already hurt my hand slamming my fist against the desk on Fortnite the other day. I can see how lit this would be, but I can see how bad this can be as far as like people with, like, with heart issues and things like that. Like, oh, I want to play. And then they get shot, and all of a sudden, heart attack. But that that's just some shit that I, I should remember. I think it could be so much of an impact because, you know, kids going to want to do that too. You're right, but kids is hard-headed, and there might be levels to it. I'm at the, that's a I'm lawsuit. Not... That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. There's always a lawsuit waiting to happen in gaming. But let's go ahead and get on to the next order of business. 2K supposedly cares about the community now. Uh, Okay, so for those of you who do not know... I like to to inform y'all because not everybody's a 2K game, not everybody plays sports games. Period, and I respect that. But um, for those of you who are unaware, 2K is infamous in the last I play say four to five years, roughly, for completely and totally ignoring their consumers and their fan base as far as uh, uh, what are they called? Gaming influ- influencers, content creators, things of that sort, and it's people who play the game on a casual level who have like legitimate issues with it. We see, you know, the VC thing becoming a reoccurring issue. We see, uh, you know, glitches, uh, players being overpowered, things about that and the whole nine. And we can say all we want, but they're still making this money. But here is the interesting thing. Nintendo, not Nintendo, 2K has apparently put out this uh, tweet or this survey that basically says, that basically asks, why did you stop playing 2K? And a few of, you know, my, my partners in this uh, 2K shit, shout out to the homie Phantom and the homie I, uh, IKC, made videos about this talking about it. Now, if I could find the correct video, ah, right, here we go. And they, bas- and they basically say that, uh, like, the bunch of options is like, you know, the game got too repetitive. The game did this. The game did that. Uh, I started playing Fortnite, which to me is comical. Because it's like, you know that another game took that spot from you. You feel what I'm saying? So, here we go. This is the community now. Yeah, it's not, it looks like they're listening to the community, community, but like the the homie boss in the chat says, two K don't care no, about no, about nothing but making money. While this is true, this every is, gaming company. Th- this is true, and I must say it is every gaming company because at the end of the day, they're a company that need to worry about you know the bottom line. But if you're not fully at least adhering to some of the critiques that you're getting, you're gonna lose that money, like. You're going to, like, not be as relevant, especially, and I'm going to keep saying this, when Live becomes a better competitor. Bars, low-key. But when Live becomes a competitor that 2K needs, oh, they're going to listen. Because Live is starting to listen, is actually started listening, or is listening to what we are saying. Like, better animations, better gameplay, better cameras, uh, uh, better player models, you know, different builds, in-depth story. Like, you don't think they're going to put that in 2K, in 2K, in Live 19? They need to pay attention. 
Because 2K is on their high horse the same way that, uh, you know, uh, uh, Microsoft was. And now look at Microsoft, and then look at Sony. Same shit happens. But as you can see, uh, it says, why Pooch on the Xbox launch, though? Oh, God. They, they shot themselves all the way in the face. But uh, <laughs> as you can see, it says, why do you stop playing 2K18? Select all that apply, right? It says, I started playing NBA Live 18. Which is facts. It was too time consuming and costly to progress in my career. Facts. I got bored with the game. I didn't get bored. It was just mostly four of these or whatever. I accomplished all my goals in the game. The game is too difficult. I started playing Fortnite. I have not had the time or desire to play video games. I started playing another game. I lost interest in the NBA season and other reasons. Shout out to the homie Phantom, by the way. But, um, yeah. So, it, as you can see, 2K is like, so why did you stop playing the game? Because a lot of us know that the 2K community and 2K as a whole is not completely dead. Let's not get that fucked up. It's not dead. But it's not as relevant or as popular as it is now. Because let's keep it 100. Fortnite is destroying almost every game as far as popularity goes. People are talking about Fortnite, tweeting it, streaming it. Motherfuckers have made successful YouTube careers and streaming careers based off of Fortnite alone. Same way that 2K was doing it. But when Fortnite dies out, then what's going to happen? If it, but the thing about Fortnite is going to take a long time for that game to die out. It's not going to die anytime soon because they're always doing conspiracy theories or doing uh, updates. Our weeks need to go. The, the the fact of the matter is they're staying on. The thing the difference between like a Fortnite and other games is that Fortnite is a free to play. That that's the biggest thing. It's free to play. So everybody has the opportunity to play. They have to put no money in it. Uh, they stay on top of it with, with constant maintenance. The microtransactions are completely optional, no n nowhere near obligated. This make your player your character looks cool or whatever, right? Yes, uh, uh, cross platform, across uh, PS4 and PC. I'm not sure about Xbox yet. I'm gonna have to do some more research on that. Fortnite has. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I want to go adjust my sensitivity and all, I'm gonna get keyboard uh, sensitivity, mouse sensitivity. I'm like, I'm, I'm playing on console. What is this shit? Exactly. Like Fortnite is crossing all different. Uh, genres and consoles, and above all, it's free to play. You can't lose when your game is free to play and it's good. If your game is free to play and it's trash, then it's like, eh, it's free to play, whatever. But the fact that this game is free to play and good puts on a whole different tier, tier compared to a 2K. Because you can ask anybody in the chat. Cheeks. Exactly. Like, because I got used to their grind set six. See, like, people will become so, uh, what's that, institutionalized? I forgot the other word for it, but they become so used to like the 2K bullshit that they just come stuck in their ways. But the fact that 2K put out this survey and it's like, hey, why do you stop playing our game? We want to know. It is kind of like, okay, you have some interest, but at the same time, I have to agree with the vit boss in the chat where it's kind of like, you know, you just care about this money. But my whole thing is if you give me this halfway, half fucking way, and just make it fair, the, the grind fair to the point where we get our bonuses back for playing on a hard difficulty and shit like that. You make you keep that same oh. you keep that same grind there. You make the game fun, and while I would love to live in a world where two K and live could get glitches and and shit like that, fat like you know down packed to where uh, uh, there's not as many glitches and bugs where warping through people, bumps and things like that. That'd be that'd be unexplainable. But desensitized. There we go. Thank you. But um, if two K gets me just halfway and make the grind fair, get most of the glitches out, like the exploits and shit like that out. Most of them, cause all of them, people are gonna find a way to cheese. Just facts. But they can find a way to get it halfway right, or most of like more good than evil. Then people will be okay with it, and I'd be okay with it. I've already said I'm not buying two K nineteen. Only way I'm getting that shit, y'all gonna see me streaming on my channel, is if somebody else buys it for me. And when that happens, I'm going to film that shit. Like 
I didn't fucking buy this. I'm not buying this. I'm not. I'm not supporting it. If you want 2K to listen, this uh, survey is one thing, but you have to vote with your wallet. You have to be like, I'm not fucking supporting it. I'm not supporting it. Once you start supporting it, that's when they really start uh, paying attention. That's when they really start listening because they want that bread. They want our hard-earned money, so they, money need to, they need to work for it. But every game does have is what loyalists that will play and get everything, regardless of how bad the game is or whatever. They're just so used to playing the game. It's, yep. it's kind of like COD. It's just it's just it's the same thing as COD. You're so accustomed to it, you don't want to go anywhere. Yeah, exact Activision, but they too damn stuck up to be like, you know, what's wrong with our game? Give us some input. Now they like, nah, y'all gonna take this D and just give us your money. Facts. Live became my game once I realized they reward actual skill. That's the best thing about live that a lot of people sleep on. People are like, oh, live is trash. Live is trash. It ain't 2K. It's not supposed to be, you dumb motherfucker. That's like me saying Battlefield is not COD. It's not fucking supposed to be. They're two different See, games. People they compare it because it's the same type of game. It's a sports game. It's a shooter. So, of course, you know, it's just like you got the Battlefield guys. Like, oh, Battlefield better than COD. You got the COD guys, Battlefield better than COD. Who cares? Just play your damn game and shut up. My whole like, thing is it's not supposed to. They could both exist and both be excellent games. At the end of the day, they could both be good in their own right. Like, live, I will argue with this about anybody. Live has the better court layout bar fucking none. 2K feels like I'm playing on a half court. And live feels like I'm playing on a full court. Live has the better spacing and the better like floor layout. Where 2K feels really tiny, really compact. It's, it's not even debatable about this. But where 2K shines is, although it's debatable and arguable, is the gameplay. Is 2K is still a whole lot more smoother, even though with all the bullshit that is in the game, it's still a whole lot more of a smoother experience than a live. Live still feels kind of clunky and robotic, and that's where it can improve on and then become a, a competitor with 2K. Because live rewards skill. Like, even though it does have its cheese when you play online, if you want to progress, you have to play the game. You can't buy market transactions. You can't buy uh, skill points and upgrade your player. You have to play the game and level up accordingly. That's the thing. That's that's the beauty of live, and that's what people sleep on. They're like, oh, I have to play the game. I can't just buy it? No, nigga. Play it and learn it. <laughs> that's, that, see, that's what sucks about gaming today. Nobody wants to put the effort in. They want they can buy attributes and all this other stuff to make their character better. They'll do that shit. What fun is that? And my like the argument, the argument that people come up with is like, oh, well, people don't have time. Well, then this isn't the fucking hobby for you. The, point blank, period. If you have to sit there and spend the money that you are earning and to the game that you bought and to further progress your game to keep up with the, with those who are gaming, then maybe you shouldn't be buying those type of games. If you can't put the time so you can actually enjoy the grind and enjoy the build, because that's the most fun part, is grinding. That first time you start grinding for a game is enjoyable. Because once you get to that level where you can't be fucked with, that's like that. That's like uh, uh, setting a, a goal for, like, your, like realistically, like, say you want to lose weight. And you lose that weight because you remember that grind, that, that grit, that hunger. That's a good feeling. But people don't want that. They want that, that, that quick shit. And that's the thing about these microtransactions in game and, and, and uh, in game purchases to upgrade the player. It's that instant gratification. Something to say about that. Uh, I'll say so you don't want to put the grind in, right? Because you don't have time. But you can pay to upgrade your player. So when your player is maxed, where you whooping on everybody, do you have time to play then? What's the difference? I don't see the difference. And even then, it's not a fun experience. Like when you start out already strong as shit, that's not fun. Like. You don't learn don't anything. Yeah, you don't. You don't learn anything by starting out a ninety-nine overall. You don't. You you're like, okay, I have all the skills, attributes, and I'm, I'm okay. I'm good apparently. Like I've played. I've told y'all this shit. 
back when I was like, a, I think the highest I got on 2K18 before I traded, actually when I gave it to my homegirl Adriana, shout out to Adriana, I think I got to like an 83 or 85, and I lost to a, a fucking team of 67s, because they were just better. Like, flat out, they were just better at the game. And was I mad? Of course I was mad because I fucking lost, but when you like sit back after the loss, you're like, them niggas were just good. Like, they understood the pick and roll. They understood the pick and pop. They knew how to switch off a of fucking uh, defense and shit like that. And granted, my team was full of paint drinkers, but that's besides the point. It's still some of that that, that drinkers. That, it's still that refreshing feeling that you play somebody with actual skill. But I do remember. I agree with the Savion. He said, uh, "Uh, I remember when we had two football games, one for two K and one from EA." Thing about it, EA got the licensing from at it for uh, from the NFL, and that's when they became an official, you know, sports game. But there could always be that sports game that you know. Kind of twist the the logos and things like that. Everybody thought that was gonna be Joe Montana. I'm sorry, Chase, but everybody thought it was gonna be Joe Montana. There's a, uh, I think, is there a rumor to be another football game? Not to my knowledge, but there's always rumors of football games coming out, and they could do it. They just can't be the same exact uh, uh, teams. You can't have like a Pittsburgh Steelers, a Arizona Cardinals, a Philadelphia Eagles. You could change that shit and just like go inner city, like fucking. Like, I don't know, Phoenix Ravens or some shit like that. Or Phoenix Firecrackers or fucking, uh, uh. Phoenix Phoenix. Fucking Florida Seahawks or, I don't know, just some shit. I can't think of no animals off the top of my head. But you can go with some different shit and just have a solid game and it'll be that fun gameplay. And then, here's where you can really flip the script on it. You can have people put that on PC where they can mod, you know, players into it. And then you're good because it's a mod. It's optional to download it. You see what I'm saying? But, uh, college, uh, college football game got announced for 2020 a few years ago. It's unlicensed, though. Uh, shit. Here's the problem with college, and I, I really hate talking about this. I wish I had Trey on the podcast, because he could explain a little bit more, too. Think about college sports and things of that sort. Uh, as far as the games go, they were fun as far as for me because I love playing with the mascots. That was the most enjoyable thing. Playing as the Tar Heels against the fucking Longhorns was thoroughly enjoyable. But they're not doing that until they find a way to pay the players. And you know they don't want to play the players. Although it is like a billion dollar industry I think college football is or college athletic is. Like they bring in money. Like if you watch the damn uh, the scrimmages, the stands are packed with people. And those aren't all students. Those are regular people trying to watch the fucking football game. Anytime you can't give these players some type of wage, you know, and I'm not saying you need to pay everybody the same because there are the stars of the team, there are like the bench warmers, things like that. But there should be something comparable for them playing. Because for, for all they know, they're trying to make it to, to, to the next level, you know, NFL or overseas or whatever. But that can all be washed away in one play. Anytime they can't be compensated for their time that they're putting in there right now, that's just one of my personal pet peeves. But. On to uh, more impressing news. <clears throat> J. Cole's new album, K.O.D. Gotta say it. It's a dope album. I do fucks with it. I've listened to it at least seven to eight times. Just to get like an overall feel for it. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, Kool-Aid... I'm gonna pull. Up, I'm pulling up on you, my my, my brother. Uh, the album is not trash. The album is is solid. It has a good message. The problem that this album suffers, in my humble opinion, is that the album does not have uh, enough beats to keep people fully interested and intrigued with it. That's just my opinion. I'm a person who's all about lyrics first. Give me the bars. Fuck fuck the beat. 
Give me the bars first, and then the beat. And this, I'm the other way around. I like the beat first, but see, I don't listen to music anymore because to me, music is so has decayed so much in the past couple years. I just stick to the old school stuff, and if I I might hear one or two songs that's like new that might catch my attention, but like album wise, nah. So did you listen to it? No, I didn't listen to it. I'm gonna need you to listen to that, J Cole, because you say you listen to old school and and whatnot. Think about old school, they had a message or they had some type of lyricism or something. This album, it has the solid message. I mean, the album itself has like four different meanings itself. Like the, the whole KOD thing. It's like the the king of, of drugs or whatever or some shit. Like it, it has like four different meanings. And the album art itself is actually intriguing because it shows what's being uh, talked about in... Uh, 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 you know, in modern society, as far as music goes, you know, I take pills, I do coke, I drink lean, blase, blase, blah. And the album art itself, actually, I'm about to pull this shit up on the stream right now. That's it, what he was saying in the album? Like, that's what he's basically talking about. He's all like, all these motherfuckers is talking about all this shit, and... I get what you're saying. Like... Yeah, exactly. Like, it is a very, it's a very dope I'm album. Bitch, I bitches. I got more money than everybody, and I'm the hardest nigga in the world. I'm tired of hearing that. I'm tired of hearing it. I like people talk. I like people flexing more than anything, as far as like their elite level of skills. Like, there's no way you could outrap me. But yeah, if you could look at the stream, this or at the yeah the stream, this is the front album uh, portion of it, right? As you can see, it's J Cole. He has like the little king crown or whatever, and you know king shit. But as you can see, each type of level has a different version of like a vice. So it has. You know, weed, lean, coke, pills, and then they're all dying. And it has, you know, my man's on the back with the pills and shit like that. You know, the the lean, the weed, and all those things. Now, y'all know my stance on weed. Until I meet a violent uh, pothead, then I'll change my stance. But that's that's besides the point. I just find this entire album interesting because it has a message. And this is what kills me about this shit. I hate when people complain about, you know, music being oversaturated. You know, with the little this, little that. Uh, turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. And then when a album is finally released that has, you know, not even a turn up vibe, but like a listen to this message type vibe, they shit on it. Oh, it's trash. I ain't trying to hear that shit. I ain't trying to think. It ain't got enough hot beats on it. This and third. It's like, you might try to think. It's like, that's a real thing. I'm not even bullshitting you. But you're a fool for that one. You you think I, look on Twitter about some of these reviews that people are like. No, I got you. Oh, no, I totally agree with you. No, I said, but you you're a fool for saying it. I ain't saying you're wrong, but you're a fool for saying it because that's actually. I I have people seen don't this. Don't want to think. I have seen they don't this. Think. I heard it at work. This was the fucked up part. At when I'm at work, you know, I still like with my group of people in the morning, you know, eat my breakfast for first break and things like that. And they're talking about the album because you know it got released on Friday, so you know, they're talking about it. What do you think about it? This and third, I'm like, it's a dope album, but I can't give it my full, complete thoughts. So I give like a few listens through. You feel what I'm saying? And then one dude who was at my table was all like, you know, I didn't really like, you know, it, it was just like he was like, you know, kind of like on his uh. Uh, for for your eyes only, like he's just trying to, you know, just spit a message. You know, I ain't trying to think, like you know, I'm trying to turn up. I'm like, then why the fuck are you listening to J Cole? Like, did you not notice a growth since he first started? Like, dog, from Forest Forest Hills Drive even had songs that had a message on the shit. 
like while people might not all like For Your Eyes Only, although it was a a, a, a album in ode to his homeboy who got killed, it still had three solid songs in my opinion. With For Whom the Bell Tolls, Immortals, or Immortal, and Neighbors. Those are my three favorite songs on that album. You feel what I'm saying? This album continues with a solid message. It's like people, this is what I don't get. Hip-hop, once upon a time, used to be a, a place where people got the message from the streets and from people who are actually going through shit and to inform you and tell you some shit. You feel what I'm saying? Now it seems, now it seems like people are trying to use that shit as an escape from bullshit, although they need to stay hip on bullshit so they don't get bamboozled. I don't get it. You used to go to, you know, a Rakim, uh, a Tupac, a Biggie. I hate to use those examples and shit like that because, you know, so cliched. Or, fuck it, a Jay-Z because you don't hear his name enough, in my opinion, at least in my group. And you would hear about, you know, the Hustler, the hustler uh, story or whatever. You feel what I'm saying? You would hear about, you know, how to say about your wits. 444. Jay-Z said, you know, you can call me bougie. That may be fine, but I'm trying to give you a million-dollar game for $9.99. Like, come the fuck on! Like, they're trying to put you on game and y'all complaining about beats? Y'all complaining because they're being too conscious? Because they're trying to tell you to not be ignorant? Why is that so hard? Why do people just want to be stupid? I don't get it. Ignorance might... That's the way it, that's <laughs> the way it is. Ignorance is more easy to do to actually put your mind to something positive. That's just the way it is. Like, I don't get it. Like, why is this... Like, ignorance might be bliss in certain aspects of life. Like, something... Like, I'll tell you all some real shit. I might not, I'm actually not even that savvy on, uh, on politics, things like that, because it's so complicated and so annoying that I just try to stay on a good and evil basis. Is it good or is it evil? Just that easy. But if somebody tells you some shit about it, I'm a listening, you know, try to understand it or whatnot, because I don't want it to be completely ignorant. So like, if I'm having a conversation, you know, with some people at work and they're talking about policies and shit like that, I'm going to ask them, what exactly are you talking about? I don't understand what you're saying. And they'll explain it to me because I don't want to be ignorant when I'm uh, asked this type of question. And then when people are, you know, trying to give you some knowledge and flat out knowledge, you're like, I want to that shit. I want to be dumb. Why the fuck do y'all want to be dumb so bad? Like, it's, it's not that. <laughs> it's not that because, like, I remember I was watching a documentary on Nazis one day. My brother came in. He was like, what the hell are you watching that for? I said, yo, man, I like to learn as much as I can about everything I can learn. So if something comes up, I won't sound like a dumbass when the subject comes up. I tell my kids this all the time. A fool is the one who does not know what he's talking about, but still continues to talk. See, people... They talk the loudest. They, they, they talk just the loudest. Like, it's, like, it's so good to listen to people, especially older people that has been through it. To get that knowledge and get that game from them so you don't make the same mistakes. But people don't want to, in this day and age, people don't want to be told nothing. They just want to do what the hell they want to do. They want to come up with their own conclusions. They want to make up their mind. It's, it's their way or the highway. And that's why all these fools out here be falling on their face. This is why I love listening to the Brilliance Idiot podcast and a whole bunch of other podcasts. I will always quote Charlemagne the God because that that's a smart brother right there. And he always says... And he always quotes this shit like a lot of time. He says, a smart man learns from his own mistakes. A wise man learns from the mistakes of others. That's why you need to listen when these people are telling you, hey, yo, don't do this. Don't do that. Move this way. Because you, because they've been through some shit. Like whenever somebody fucks up royally or fucks up and they tell me, hey, yo, don't do this. Move this way. You know, think things of that sort. That I, I listen because I don't want to make that mistake and end up fucking up. 
this is the main reason why people don't listen because you can tell somebody to move this way, do that. You know what they're gonna say? They won't do that shit to me. I bet they won't do that shit to me. It, and there's the there it is right there. It's that illusion of invincibility. It's that it's that yeah, illusion. They won't do that shit to me. I don't play that shit. I like see them try it. Anybody, everybody is touchable. Everybody's touchable. Nobody, and that's physically, emotionally, and uh, mentally. Anybody's t- a touchable. You're not perfect. That's a, that's fact of the matter. You're not perfect, so it's okay to admit when you don't know something. It's okay to want to learn. The, I think the bigger picture yeah. and my bigger issue with you know people criticizing this album, saying it's trash, too conscious, is like they're so scared to know, and they want to seem like they know everything. That when somebody says, "Hey." Move nice. Like, he has a song called Kevin's Heart, which literally, I'm not going to say which literally talks about Kevin's cheating thing or whatever, thing, even though he has him in the video. It says, like, it literally talks about, you know, you have a good thing at home, but you're going to fuck it up for some quick head and things of that sort. Like, it's like, he's trying to tell you cheating ain't cool. Like, if you want to be single, be fucking single. Don't have no side piece on the side when you got a whole wife at the crib. Like, it, it, it makes zero sense to me that you want to, that you choose to be dumb. Like, I get it. I get with the whole idea of if you're woke all the time, and I hate the term woke, but if you're aware of so much shit that's going on all the time, you're going to be miserable. I fully understand that because there's so much evil and just so much, like, bullshit in the air and that what happens in the world. It could make you go insane. It could make you sad. It could make you depressed, whatever, whatever, because you're always thinking about it. But don't be ignorant to certain situations that could enlighten you or help you for, or help you move in a certain way that's more positive than what you might have been doing before. Don't be don't be closed-minded to new ideas, things like that. It's okay to be have an objective mindset that makes sense. But don't call an album trash because it's making you think. Because a, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Contrary to popular belief, and, th- and these computers and shit is nothing to the human brain. It ain't shit on it. And this is the thing. If you don't like something, shit on as it's trash for somebody else. Just like, you know what? It's not for me. I'm going to move on. If you enjoy it, more props to you. Like I have no problem with people not, disagreeing like, and saying not gonna, it's. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be like, oh, it's trash. All oh, that sucks. I'm formulating my own opinion. If, if my opinion that I don't like it, if it's not resonate with me, then I'm like, you know what, man? Uh, J Cole, J Cole's cool, but it's not for me. Exactly. I can respect. Like, oh, I, I can respect trash. I can respect an opinion when you've actually experienced it, when you listened to it, played it, whatever, in regards to gaming or music. When you've actually, you know, gave it a listen or tried it and you formulate your own opinion, then I could take it serious. You feel what I'm saying? It's one thing to be like, uh, fuck it, let's use a, who's a rapper I'm not a fan of or whatever, uh, but who's successful? Uh, fuck it, Lil Yachty. We'll use Lil Yachty. I'm not a fan of Lil Yachty. I listen to a little bit of his music and it's not for me. But am I going to say he's all out trash? Not to me personally. I'm just not a fan. It's just not for me. Therefore, I just keep it moving. Little Yachty can have a song that's a banger in the vault somewhere. We just haven't heard it yet. Exactly. I'm just like, you know, it's just not for me, so I'm going to keep it moving. Trust me. I'm I'm going to move a different way. Exactly. I'm not going to sit here and say it's all out trash. I can form my own opinion and be all like, I don't like his music because it doesn't resonate with me. It doesn't have the the content of lyrics for me. Like, I have reasoning for my uh, uh, taste. People say it's trash, jump on a bandwagon. I think people that says they don't like stuff just just to say they don't like it won't won't watch a movie, won't listen to it, won't play a game. But to hear somebody else says they don't like it. Yep. They'll they'll justify it. They'll justify their own they'll justify by agreeing. They're the dumbest head up up their assholes. That really pisses me off. Oh, I don't like it. Did you watch it? No. Why you don't like it? I I, don't, I just don't like it. I heard it was bad. That's my favorite line. I heard. Uh, 
Like that <laughs> that dude that dude in the store said the album sucks. So you know what? I don't know that dude. Never seen him in my life, but he must he must be right. You are a fucking fool. I I also got a quote really is because uh, Andrew Schultz actually said this. He says humans are naturally a tribal people, and I'm and I agree with that. It makes sense because you know we all identify as a certain way. We all kind of you try to unify with a group that's like minded to some extent. But the problem with that is people who are fully tribal and they don't formulate their own opinions are susceptible for a danger and b to be fooled because they believe what everybody else is believing. It's okay. Hell to- yeah. It's okay. Failure. It's okay to say I don't like J Cole's album because I didn't like the beats fully. It's okay to say I didn't like his album because I felt like he was saying such and such. You know, I I wasn't agreeing with some things he was saying. It's okay to be objective and have a reason. I hate when people just say something's trash and they don't have a fucking reason for it. Like if I come out and say Call of Duty Infinite Warfare is trash, I can back that up because I played it. I don't like it. You you realize I can say it's trash because I don't like the guns in the game. They're easily forgettable. I don't like killstreaks in the game. Easily forgettable. I don't like the little the bonuses you get for the maps. The maps. Forgettable. Like I can back my my reasoning for something I don't like up. But people just say trash because everybody's saying trash and don't have a thought in their head to justify it. That's one of the problems with, in my opinion, uh, I don't. I hate to say something. Well, with a lot of shit, but like with people posting what they think off of emotion and not thinking it through, like. Before I post anything, and Grant, I, I was this, you know, kind of mild, man, not mild manner, but ignorant when I was, you know, my early days of Facebook, I would just post what I thought immediately without even combing it over fully. Because, you know, I'm young and retarded. But some of these people are grown-ass adults, my age, Eric's age, and even older, posting stupid shit, or even some teenagers who claim they're woke, and then posting stupid shit before thinking. If you're so woke, you should know, you should understand the, the concept of thinking before speaking. You should understand before the, the concept of thinking and getting your ideas in check before speaking or posting them because the thing is your thoughts together first before you open your damn mouth people will post anything for the hope of retweets for the hope of likes for the hope to, of anything so when it's they, attention man. exactly they so when want- people say that you know jake cole's album is trash they're like okay let me go ahead and say that get some uh some likes some retweets because so i can get more people who get in an argument with somebody so they can keep coming back exactly and give them the i want so they can just keep, you know, coming back and, and do this that and third. I'm like, you don't need to do that. It's okay to be objective and have a reason for your objectivity. It's not okay to just sit there and be like, it's trash. And I have a fucking reason. Now, is Jay- remember that, hold up, hold up. Hold up. I mean, uh, remember that Slim Jesus kid, that song, Drill Time? Yeah. I heard about it. I watched the video. The beat was dope. So I, t- I, I commented. I was like, yo, this, this dude is trash. Lyrically, the beat is nice. So some guy saw my comment. He had to say something. He said, "Oh, this is a real nigga." I was like, "Okay, real nigga, you must not have ears because this dude is garbage. He talking shit that he knows nothing about." And admitted to and it. He just <laughs> he, he's spitting straight ignorance and just the dumb shit. Talking about he'll pop this and do that, and then he got ran up on and he he went opium on the motherfucker in a quick second. Uh, what are you talking about, guy? Uh, I'm from Mayberry. No, he wasn't from the street talking about he gonna milliwop people. Here's the comedy about the whole about, it's just, about shit it's just like people, that. People just want to argue because they want that attention. That's why I don't do that shit anymore. People it's are looking for a reason pointless. to argue. People look for a reason to argue to try to make themselves feel better and have a more superior or make them feel, their, themselves feel superior. That's what they do. They will just sit there and poke at you or just comment some slick shit or say some stupid shit so they can feel superior. Like, 
Why are you arguing? Blah, 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 blah. Like, y'all can look at my Rage Quit video, got, 2K. Dance, dance, puppet dance. I got you yeah, in the field. You, you yeah, like, I got, me. like, the, my favorite thing is, I got shit. you, I got you triggered. Like, you commented, I That's responded, I and now I'm triggered because I responded? Like, my whole thing is, I can have a legitimate, like, debate about something. With people who are willing to debate. I don't have time for stupid shit. Like Jay-Z said, people look at you all bougie and whatnot when you don't argue with them. It's like, no, I just don't have time for stupid shit. I so fully why, fucking why agree. Give, why give yourself the headache? Or because somebody else is dumb. Like, I tell people whenever they comment stupid shit on my videos, you can, like, go on my 2K fucking Rage Quit video. I literally was telling them, think before speaking. Think before speaking. Or, no, I was saying, think before it comes illegal. And the motherfuckers still kept commenting. Oh, you're trash. You don't know what you're doing. You don't have cheese. I'm like, I don't want cheese. Think before it becomes illegal. You just need to let it go, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but you're commenting. Sent me a message on <laughs> PSN not so long ago. I put it up on Twitter. Yeah, I seen it. He said, he was like, I like your videos. I just said, okay, thank you. Then he wrote back, psych, you suck. Quit YouTube. Something about David Von Hart. You're try hard. Now, I'm a try hard. I just wrote, I brought, I said, thank you. I wrote, I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to try hard at a game. It's not my fault that I'm better than you. Or I happen to be better than you at, at this game. It's like. That's dude, not my fault. It's like, I'm okay. Playing, like, I, 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 don't, I don't play Madden. I don't play 2K because I'm not good at them. But I'm, if you beat me in Madden, I'm not going to send you a message talking about how trash you are when I lost 3 to 80. It's like clearly I'm just not that good. <laughs> it's, it's not for me. This not this. I'm, this not my lane. It's not my circle. So I'm gonna kick back and let the other people play at Fortnite. Am, am I a decent player? Yeah, but I'm not like these dudes that be building towers and motels and and restaurants in and shit seconds. Like that. <laughs> in seconds. I'm like my. I don't even think, like, how how they fingers move that fast? The motherfuckers is nice at this Fortnite shit. I, whew. <laughs> That's the thing. Whew. People say, oh, you're, you're a tryhard. I'm like, no, I'm not a tryhard. I just try not to lose because uh, no matter what your KD is, no matter what is that, the object of every game is to win. It's com- you play multiplayer to win. Like, you play and multiplayer to compete. Last of Us, God of War, you're playing to beat the game. Not to stop in the middle point of the game, like, oh man, that ball fight was good. I'm gonna stop there. No, you want to move on to the next part. Just like in a just like in a competitive game, whether it's football, shooters, battle royale, you if you win, you move on to the next match and play different people. Especially fighters. Holy shit. Exactly, fighters. Dragon Ball, Super, whatever Z fighters, fighters, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, whatever that shit's called play is to win why can't people get that concept and there's people out there that are better because people like to imagine the, the thing about it is that a lot of these uh people play online and things of that sort is a they talk about how good they are right b when they play you know in their inner circle and things like that they always show that they're good you know they play like locally or you know they play at a friend's house they have like a good game you see i'm so good at this whatever but when they play against somebody who's actually good, it it stuns them for a little bit. Like, there's somebody better than me? I'll, I'll equate this to me playing basketball in real life. I prefer playing people who are on the same level as me and better. I don't like people playing, people playing, uh, playing people who are below my talent level because I don't learn anything from them. 
I don't gain anything. While I can help them and teach them some shit, I don't gain anything. So when I play people like of my skill level, it gives me a challenge that I can figure out my kinks. When I play somebody better than me, it kind of gives me that, that that ego check like you're not that fucking good. Like you still got a whole lot more work to do. And I thrive off that. People don't thrive off of competition. They just want to be the best at everything, or or in their in their respective rights or whatever. Although they get the easy or get the easy win. Yeah, they, they can't imagine, you know, actually earning it. So when I play people who are better than me, it makes me go harder and it makes me think about, like, if I beat this person, then I can beat the next guy or whatever. Like, it's always that next level, like, no, uh, new level, new devil type shit. So if I beat somebody who's better than me, I want to find a person who's better than him and beat him and keep that shit going. Like, I don't want to play somebody who's, you know, not as good as me and then beat them because I, I don't gain anything. You, like, all that is, like, a little ego thing. Like, if I play with, like, one of my nephews one-on-one, I'm going to smash him. I'm 6'1 with a long fucking wingspan who can dunk. My nephew's like fucking 5'4", five, 5'3", five, or whatever, kind of short and stocky or whatever, and he doesn't hoop like I do. So if I was to beat him, it's not going to be the same as if I was to play, you know, some niggas I went to high school with and who went to, you know, college level. It's not going to be the same. Like, if I beat them niggas who played in college, which I have on a few occasions, you know, shameless plug, but if I beat them niggas in college, then I'm like, okay, I compete. But when I go play niggas who play, like, overseas, professionally, I'm like, okay, that's a whole nother challenge for me. I get excited off of challenges. A lot of these people who play online, they don't like that. They just want to play, and they just want to play and be all like, oh, I just, I just want to be the best. I just want the easy win and things like that. Although, I will admit, sometimes I play Call of Duty, I just want to play no tryhards who, you know, are trying to go 30-0, camping, shit like that. I understand that aspect of it. But I also understand, I can't escape that shit because some people are just naturally better at the game than me. It's just that easy. It's just that easy. Some people are just naturally you know better. You always find somebody better. Just like, just like, I'm, just like, there's people out there that's ten times better than me and Cod. There's people out there that I'm ten times better than Cod. Exactly. We were playing the other day. It was me, my boy K Dog, who is um, V Boss. That's my boy K Dog. So um, it was me, him, and a homie uh, Perry. We played. I think we played like we're getting off. I was streaming. We're getting off. This guy gets on mic because we weren't in a party chat. He's like, oh, because I'm level 1,000, Perry's level 1,000. He's running his trap. Oh, he, he goes he goes six and three. He gets in a game late. Oh, because we lost that game. Oh, two level 1,000s. Oh, my stream. Oh, get wrecked. I was like, you know what? I was about to get off, but I think I'm going to stay on for one more game. Oh, they. Yeah. Ass and he have nothing to say, right? That's just for the culture. Oh, he, he, no, no, he was like, no, he was like, no, he was like, oh, you, you, you're, you're level one thousand. You should beat us. Oh, and then one other guy come. He asked me to throw his two cents. Oh, it's just a game. Why don't you calm down? Thank I you. I said it was. I was like, it wasn't a game when you were winning, right? When you won, it wasn't a game. But when you lost, that's what I don't like. See, I took my L. I didn't talk no shit. I said, you know what? I think I'm gonna play another one. You just gotta play the, another one. My whole thing now, is keep that same energy. Now he got whooped. Now when he got when when they got whooped. Oh man, it's just a game. Just like just like I just can't stand this competitive stuff. When you lose, it's just a game. But when you win, nothing to be nothing to be said. Now we beat that dude. We beat that dude ass so bad. I went to his Twitch. Talk no shit. I said hello. He shut the whole thing down. I mean, the fact of the matter is people love to talk shit when they beat somebody who's really good or at a higher level, but when they lose, it's like, oh, you're supposed to. 
my whole thing is keep that same energy. If you was all happy when you lost, then be like, hey, fuck it, you beat me. Keep that same energy when you lose. Keep that same they, fucking energy. When they lost, or oh, you could hear a fly fart in the wind. It was so quiet. Like, that's just the truth of the matter. Keep that same energy all the way around. Like, be all like, hey, bro, you won. Let's run that shit back. That's how I am. Like, whenever I play somebody who's better than me in basketball or, like, you know, in Tekken and shit like that, unless you're lagging, I want to run that shit back. This is why I like playing against the homie SMG, Chef, and all the back when we was playing Tekken 24-7. Because they were... I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I want to say they're fully better than me, but they probably were low-key. But when I played against... Oh, fuck. I forgot his name. Uh, I'll be getting it in in a fighting game. Oh, facts. But when we played... Uh, what was it? I played uh, Lee Shaolan. Shout-out to the homie Lee, who's actually on my friends list. When I played against him, he's way better than me at Tekken with Lee. And was beating my ass. And I kept wanting to play him. I kept wanting to play these dudes who are better than me. Because I, I want to learn. And I want to get better. And I like competing. Because when I beat you... That's a feeling of satisfaction that I get. Like I beat when you. I was playing when the UFC Betty came out, I was playing with uh DMV. He beat me, but I was like, yo, sh show me how to do that. Um, so this is a good move, you know what I'm saying? I want to learn. I'm not gonna be like no, fuck that. You, you play this all the time. Show show me what I can do to win too. Now, if I'm talking shit, then I'm like, bro, you play this all the time. Fuck you. But I'm still gonna play the game though. There's a difference. People like will talk all that shit, then leave. I'm like, man, you ain't shit. Run that shit back though. But anyway, J. Cole album. It's like the, there's no more fun. There's no more good, clean, fun in gaming now. It's all about who's better. I'm better than you. You suck. My whole thing is if you're going to sit there and talk about how you're better than me, prove it. Prove it. Don't sit there and talk that shit. I'm a man, I'm a man of action. Keep that same energy. Put some action behind them words. Fuck, fuck your talking. But anyways, uh... God of War, my bad, I lost train of thought, because, oh, oh, hold up, before we get on to God of War fully, J. Cole album is not trash, it's definitely worth a listen, if you don't feel all the beats, understandable, but if you feel the message, you should, because it's laid out flat, he leaves it simple for all people who can understand it, he doesn't have any crazy metaphors that will go over people's heads, fully, check it out, it's worth a listen, it's on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, probably every way possible, check it out, it's dope, on to God of War, whew, now I'm gonna know, whew, Bruh, bruh, God of War, the, the people at Santa Monica, y'all did y'all thing. And keep this in mind, I haven't even beat the game yet. I'm like, Neither. I'm like 12, 13 hours in easy, easy 12, 13 hours in. I don't even know where I, I'm halfway through it or not. Exactly, and I kind of like that. And the fact that the matter is, the story gets deeper as far as, you know, Norse mythology goes, because I'm doing a little research on that No shit. spoilers now, but let's, let's not drop any spoilers. Oh, hell no, because I know people in my chat haven't played it yet, so with all respect, I'm not finna, but... I'm gonna say this. Walk through on the channel. Oh, yeah, go ahead and plug that, plug that, plug that, plug that. Walk through on my channel. Check it out if you want to. But, yo. Must fight. Oh, so, okay, I'm sorry. Y'all gonna, gonna have to get this, this one little quick spoiler work. The first boss fight of this game puts you in there already. Like, you already know what time it is by the it first boss. They said that boss fight is, that first boss fight is better than most of the end boss fights in different games. That boss fight gets you into the game. Like, shout out to the homie Max, so I appreciate the compliment, bro. Uh, but, dog, God of War, like, I've been streaming this shit at least every day or every other day, at least. And the story is excellent. 
His everybody's worried about his son. I will say he turns to a little savage. That's about that's all y'all getting out of him. He turns to a little savage. But you see, would you, uh, would you upgrade him? Oh, he. Woo! Oh, I have all his upgrades. I have him maxed out. <laughs> Facts. But <laughs> Kratos, you see the the side of Kratos that you've seen with him in Pandora. I will tell y'all that much. That 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 really protective type side. You see that with Kratos. And everybody's like, oh, I don't want to see him become a bitch. Oh, Kratos ain't no bitch. <laughs> Kratos far from a bitch. But this is the thing right here. You know how the, I don't know, it's not the sophomore jinx because, you know, there's God of War Ascension, Ghost of Sparta, you know, the, all the other sequels or whatever. But they did not. They need, They threw the damn ball. They can't even drop it. They threw it. It was so damn good. Bro, the way that the execution on this game, the storytelling, the seamless gameplay to cinematic thing like they did take notes from the uh drake and uh, uh what's last of us thing with the uh intuitiveness of like you're watching the cutscene then all of a sudden like the cutscene stops and you don't know it, so you're standing there but you actually can move your controller like hey what's that in the uh the perry the wow perry perry call him that's my boy call him <laughs> what up perry <laughs> yeah he's been a sub of mine for a long time and i had to oh when he come in i always gotta stop because i don't want to say this is yo his yo Perry, I'm I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give you that one, dog. That that that's fire right <laughs> there. Know, that that is fire. Never <laughs> got me, and I always talk about he almost got me one time, but he never got me. Just call him Perry. I had to that's stop. Like, like what the oh okay yeah, but anyways, the the storytelling <laughs> in this game is fire. The way that they go from uh cinematic to gameplay from that first boss fight. That first boss fight is phenomenal. Like, I was playing this shit on stream, like, getting turned the fuck up. Because you see Kratos turn into that ghost of Sparta that we know him to be. Like, Kratos ain't no bitch. And when you talk about his little boy, his son, oh, that nigga loses it. Like, everybody was worried about Kratos being, you know, a little soft or whatever. Oh, he ain't soft. He's from the wishing nigga woods 24-7. 24-7. He the real catch me outside. He really is, like... My man's is really about that action. And it's refreshing, though. Because that boss fight is so good, it could have been at the end of the game. It would have been, you've been total, totally satisfied. It's, it was like, I, it's where it's been a minute since I played a boss fight that is, A, gave me fucking goosebumps. I actually have goosebumps live on stream. But it's where the boss fight gives me goosebumps and gets me amped for the game. Because the game kind of starts off slow. Like, we all have seen, like, a little intro thing about, you know, you're walking through the forest with your son, hunt, trying to take him on his little first hunt. You fight the troll, this and the third. But then from there. It's like that that roller coaster. All you hear is click, 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 and you're at the peak at that boss fight. I know you're in there. Come out, and we like you. You go out there. You like, man, look at Kratos. Dude, like six foot nine. You know, we know him from the other games. This dude all small and stuff, and and, and we like, man, Kratos gonna smash this dude. We, I'm about to smash dude. But hold up, no spoilers. But the shit, the ties turn real quick. Yeah, you don't see that shit coming though, because like. It ain't too big of a spoiler. Like, dudes are peace in Kratos. And Kratos is eating them shits. Yes. Like, he's like, the fuck is this? And that, then, fight, that fight is literally like four to three minutes long. Worth it, though. The entire process, like, from the cutscene to the fight is worth it. Because he eats some shits. Socks, dude's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you now. And then dude's like, no, you're not. And that's when the fight turns up. It And you just find out, A, you want to do more research on Norse mythology, for one. Because I'm actually reading up on some of this shit. Norse mythology is intriguing dope especially the big ass snake who who, who will become one of your favorite characters who doesn't say shit to me as far as aesthetically he's like one of my favorite i know things. a lot about north mythology and all that shit but i can't wait because you know it's all there's one about uh god of war 
if the old ones, you always fight the gods. Yep. I cannot wait to scrap with these Northmen's gods, man. Let and, Odin pull up. Let Odin pull up. It's on site. I'm, I'm itching to get these to, to get Thor's hands, man. I'm oh my god. And the best part about it, catch up with you literally giving them the hands though. Like you go from your axe to like your fist, and your fist like will you know do more shit. Giving the nigga them hands feels so satisfying. It. Whew. Kratos pops up in the uh, the second part of Infinity Wars. I won't be mad. <laughs> Low key, if he just pops up, what's up, pussy nigga? Oh shit, Thor, you might want to run. You want zero smoke. <laughs> But I'm telling you, this game is definitely worth the 60. Like, I, I'm definitely doing a review when I eventually beat it because it's going to take me for me to beat it. But it's dope. The story's excellent. If you hear people talk about how great it is, it's rightfully Visually. earned. Visually. Like, and I'm on the old PlayStation, by the way, and the game still looks phenomenal. Still looks phenomenal. Like, it's rare. On oh my, oh my monitor, this shit looks so clean. I will say there are a few frame drops though. That that is is not completely and totally like oh my god deal breaker, but it does drop frames on occasion between. Uh, yeah, it, it does drop it, and it is worth noting. I did encounter a, a pretty hilarious glitch where, you know, like when you go into like the the finish him animation for like the regular enemies and shit, and like he'll like you know run yeah. and stomp on them. I encountered this glitch live on stream where I did that. He started running with the person, and he doesn't slam yeah. him. And my like he just kept running in in one place and then spun it and finally that happened to me a couple times too. I was like, oh, please don't break the game. That's all I was saying. Like, just just don't break the game. Just don't break the game. Don't break the game. Puzzles, they will get annoying. Oh shit! F but that's God of War. It makes you think. You, you have to think something. Something could be right in front of your damn face, and you're like, "Where the hell is it?" It is right there. I, I, a word of advice when when you do play this new God of War is to look up. The name of the game is look up. Because a lot of the shit they're trying to find is up. I can't tell you how many puzzles and shit that I was doing on live streams when I was trying to figure out a puzzle or something quick and the answer was above my head. Or like around me. I will give them this about the puzzles this year. They kind of dumbed it down because before you'd have to like do like a time trial. We'd have to like run, grab a bomb, throw it over here, fucking blow it up, slow time down, hop on some pillars and shit. Like they, they kind of dumbed it down for a little bit because I think they're, they're the primary focus of, this, of Santa Monica's game this time is story based like they didn't want to stray too far away from puzzles because they know that people are accustomed to cut to puzzles and god of war have you made it to Jotunheim yet uh no. yeah yeah i think i'm there i think i should pass so, that. Did, you, did you see when the the big frost giant was laid out yeah amazing i'm actually in hell right he just, now <laughs> I'm like I'm. Oh my god, that game! That game! I'm, that game is phenomenal. It's definitely worth the sixty. It's definitely worth the sixty. But I will say I did notice a few things. Uh, everybody was worried about the controls, and I'll I'll be the first one to say I was a little worried about using R one or R two to to use it. But once you play the game, and you actually get the full understanding of like their control layout. It actually matches the gameplay. It's I'm not, not gonna lie, I got kind of confused with it because I'm so used to the you know square and triangle, like, square triangle, you know something <laughs> with the. Head. Yeah, it, it. I'm not gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? It it will yeah, get a second. Get yeah. used to it. It, by the time you get past the maybe the first chapter, roughly, you'll kind of get the hang of it. Cause I'll t you you didn't hear me live on my live streams and shit. I was supposed to square like fuck. That was supposed to be a parry or goddamn was trying to do a heavy attack. It, it, it's a little bit of like a brain twist, but the way that I kind of 
beat it a little bit was that I remember For Honor, and For Honor, you, you know, you use R1 and R2 to attack. And once I started thinking about that, it became second nature for me, and it became easier for me to play. But the story's dope. The controls are, actually, they match the game, and it's fire. Uh, the first boss fight. I will keep stressing the first boss fight because at first the game starts off slow. When you get to that first boss fight, though, that shit like you you come invested to the game at that point. You're like invested in it. Like let's let's get it. Like you guys you guys really don't understand how epic this first boss fight is. Like we cannot push that enough. That boss fight was just so it was raw. That's it was a straight knuckle on knuckle rawness. It was a brawl. And I'm I'm about four Ooh, to five bosses in it, and. Them whew. like the the way they executed the like because I feel I feel like Santa Monica knew that they had to immediately sell the game because people came in skeptical about it. you know Kratos is older he has a beard he has a son is the son gonna be a little bitch Kratos gonna be you know like, what, and shit. like what happened after he dove off the rock as yeah the three, Pe you people know? were skeptical so they were like we have to get them invested in this like we have to give them something out the gate where they're all like all right we know what time it is. And they did up the first boss fight. Damn, I don't know if this is a spoiler, but I want to say it anyway. I hope this is not a spoiler, but my thing is at the end when he jumped off the mountain after he killed Zeus. Mm -hmm. Guard now, which is quote unquote Earth. Where the hell was he before? Because there's Olympus, Midgard, and the other realms. You know what I'm saying? Like, he had to be in Midgard because he was from Sparta. But one thing I hope to catch that they they, they explain further in the story, because, like, he wasn't in Olympus the whole time because he had to go to Olympus to fight the gods. Yeah, he had to go there with uh, Gaia. Yeah, but the, this is the thing about God of War. Like, the first God of War, what was the main boss fight? It was the Hydra. That's your God of War two. ass. Zeus. No, it was the big-ass... Uh... No, no, the statue, the the the, the, the Iron Man statue, yep. the, the bronze, the bronze uh, soldier. Yep. And then part three, it was Poseidon was the first fight. Yep. That's what I like about God of War. Every epic ass fight is early in the game. They get you into it, like you know, you, you don't realize how how much of a badass Kratos is. Like they sell you on Kratos immediately in all three games, and they did the same shit with this one. Like, oh, Kratos ain't losing a step yet. That was the thing. They're like, people are like, oh, he's all soft and shit. Out the gate, Kratos is kind of, you know, like laid back-ish a little bit, you know, more of the teaching. But when you put he, him in the he, battles, he's about that action. He started a new life. He laid low. That's why he lived in the, the mountains or whatever. That's why he was like, you know, he told a guy, he was like, I don't want no problems. Just when he, when he, Exact words. He said, whatever you seeking, I do not have. Yep. Just that easy. Just, I don't want no problems. And then dude's all like, oh no, Odin wants you. All right. I know what time it is now. <laughs> but you got to, you know, I mean, there's like in the God of War story, there's no more Olympians. He killed Hercules. He killed Hera. He killed uh the only one that he didn't kill was Aphrodite. But he killed Ares. You don't want to kill Aphrodite. You don't want to kill Aphrodite. Nah, nah. You got to keep her. He Zeus. <laughs> he, killed, he killed the Titans. He killed his Hercules' brother. He Hold killed on. uh Wait for the speed pass fact that he ain't beat the brakes off Hercules. Like everybody else got a quick death in comparison to Hercules. Brakes off Hercules. Everybody else got a quick death. One? What's the one from Clash of the Titans? That's his brother too. Remember he killed him in the uh He killed him in three. He was the one hanging up in the thing. Hephaestus? Hephaestus. He killed Hephaestus. There are no more Olympians. There's no more. He, so, he... 
He killed everything. Now he got a tangle with the Asgardians, Valhalla-ish, whatever you want to call them fools. He he did not uh, care. Nominal. He does not care. And the thing about it, like Kratos... To show you how raw Kratos is, at the end of God of War 3, you after you bash Zeus' head in and your screen is blood red, you can still keep hitting the button. And he's still, he's still smashing his head in. That's how much he hated Zeus. And it makes sense. Who was the guy that he fought at the beginning of the game? Ayo, Perry, I can't tell you, bro. I ain't trying to spoil it. But just know the dude who he fought at the beginning of the game was OP as fuck. And once you find out why he's OP. Once you find out why the dude that Kratos fought is OP, then... Watch the walkthrough, Perry. Yeah, you, you'll find out because you end up finding the dude's name out, like, maybe 12 minutes into the game. Like, after you fight him and shit, like, you and your son start talking a little bit, then your son tells you. But... I like the consistency of Kratos. Yeah, Hercules got fucked up. Like, Hercules got the worst death out of all of them. Like, Poseidon, you know, he got his eyes gouged and his neck broke. While it is painful. He killed Hermes and took Hermes' head and his shoes? Yo. Nah, he he straight up said run them shoes, bro. Like, Hermes got shoe jacked. (laughs) He was walking around with Medusa's head and Hermes' head. Hermes' head was like a fusion as a flashlight. Come on, man. Like, uh. Uh, fuck, what was the Kratos, I see why Kratos was in Mortal Kombat, uh, which, which one nine, was it? Nine? nine. Beast! Like, he beat the brakes, hold up. He first gouged Poseidon and then broke his neck, which it is painful, but quick compared to what Hercules got. He killed fucking, uh, Hades by taking his soul or whatever, right? He then killed, like, fucking, uh, Hermes the Messenger by... Chopping off his fucking legs and taking his shoes. He then killed Apollo. The, the, he took his head too. No, Apollo's the one who got his head taken off because Hermes had the shoes. That was a, oh yeah, uh, yeah, Apollo the light. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah right. uh, he, he ripped Apollo's head off of his neck. Hold up. We ain't supposed to be past this shit. He ripped it off of his neck. You realize how much strength... Use it for a flashlight. <laughs> you, you, you realize how strong you have to be to do that shit? That is the type of like... That is God level strength times 10 to rip somebody's head off of his neck. Let's get over uh, one key, key element you skipped over. The motherfucker took the sword of Olympus to the stomach and got all his power stuck out and still after after Gaia healed him. Oh yeah, he, he did. He killing everybody. He lost all his... He, Zeus took all the God of War power from him. Yeah, he didn't have he didn't have the, his, his uh, God of War shit because Zeus killed him in the second oh. one. So that's if even Zeus, more crazy. Out of Olympus, it took everything out of him, all his God of War power, and he, he had nothing. And he, and he rips that head off, and rips somebody's head off. So between Apollo and Hercules, they got the probably the worst deaths because uh, who, uh, Hera, she got an easy death. He just broke her neck, just cracked, bitch, she dead. But my he used them puzzles though. That was funny. Yeah, yeah, that was some savage shit. But he broke, he ripped the dude's head off, punches Hercules' face into a bloody pulp, and did the same exact thing to Zeus. And the reason why Zeus isn't as painful because it's fucking Zeus. And but Hercules, he ain't no Zeus. The only, the only <laughs> death he regretted was Athena because Athena jumped in Zeus in the front of Zeus while Kratos was about to stab him. Yeah, Kratos was not trying to kill Athena. He, Athena yeah, was the one who cared about him. Athena was like yeah. the only god who cared about Kratos, or so she made it seem, or whatever, right? But she jumped in front of him. It was legit though. It was like, but Zeus is her dad though. Come on. I get it, but it's like you know the fuck shit that you'll because remember at the end of the third one, that's when uh uh, she told him, like, once you release Pandora's box, you release all the evils that came with it. And Zeus got consumed with paranoia and evil, which is why he was doing so much fuck shit. 
But that's why he also wanted Kratos dead because he knew Kratos was his son, and Kratos what he thought that Kratos was gonna overthrow him. Yep, and Kratos was like, I was just trying to be yeah, a god. Ares was in this. I mean, Ares was in this place. Yeah, all his other kids were. They were all in their lane. Kratos was totally different. But you know, in in nor in the mythology of Zeus, the motherfucker had over three hundred kids. Oh, Kr- oh, Zeus out here raping because he fucking raped his wife. Like, kids, but. Um, the what's the one from Class of the Titans again? Uh, Perseus. Perseus. Perseus and Hercules were the only ones that had godlike power. Yeah, Hercules is OP because he's just strong for no fucking reason. <laughs> That's the fucking Hercules. But them niggas got some of the worst. Like those three got the worst. That's Apollo, Hercules, and Zeus. But I probably say Hercules and Apollo because Apollo felt his neck getting ripped. And Hercules is a demigod. He's not a full god. And got his face beat to a bloody pulp. <laughs> and not only that, he got the weight of a stage dropped on his chest and then beat to a bloody pulp. The thing about it is because when Zeus got the Sword of Olympus, he took all of his power. So he had the power of the God of War. Yep. So Now, Kratos, he's not going there with no special powers except for, he, uh, he you know, the little trinkets that he acquired you know the wings of um of uh fucking 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 i know you're talking about the sun hold up i'm i'm looking this shit up uh i'm trying to uh, icarus a festus got a nasty ass death too you know the, the the forger yeah he got stabbed in the chest his i felt bad for his so i really did because I feel sorry for for Festus because I remember like you you know you do the thing that stabs him in the chest or whatever and he's all like protect my daughter I was like ah <laughs> I was like but you gotta go bro you trying to kill me you gotta go you gotta go and you see how he was stuck in that volcano making the weapons he, he was like it was like he was too big for it yeah he was like uh like damn near a giant like visually these games do not disappoint they don't. They get you into the world. They get you into the story. You want to know more about the characters. You want to more you want to know more about the lore and shit like that. Like I remember playing God of War when I was like in middle school, and I was always in like to Greek mythology because I always I always like the name fucking Athena and Apollo. That might be my kids' names in the future, but like I've always liked those names, and I always like the mythology behind it. Like how they each have like their own god, like how they're all gods, but they have like their own like lanes of powers and shit like that that they're really good at, and. I remember talking to kids, or yeah, kids in my school about it. I was like, yeah, you know, Athena's like the 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 goddess of war type shit. She's a great tactician, like that. Ares is a god She's of a war. God of the wisdom. She's a god. Of yeah, the, the goddess of wisdom and the strategy and shit like that. You got Ares, the god of war. You got Zeus, the god of lightning and thunder, the dad of all the gods, stuff like that. And the motherfucker was like, you understand god of war? I was like, nah, I kind of knew this, actually, but it enhanced actually, it. <laughs> actually, Zeus is the youngest because Hades is older than his Poseidon and Zeus. Now they all come from Kronos. Which is the king of the Titans. Yeah, the king of the Titans. Zeus, the big dude. Zeus is the smartest one out of the bunch. That's why he's king of the gods. He outsmarted them. Yeah, then Hades is all like, all right, because, buddy, you got it. Just leave hell to me. <laughs> that was it. Just leave hell to me. You know how they decided that? He drew straws, and Hades caught the uh, the shortest straw. Yep. But but Kronos would swallow his kids and imprison them because Hera's Zeus's sister... And uh, they're all, they're all, it's, it's a bunch of incest shit. It's like, disgusting. Because they're the only, they're, the, they're immortals. They're all immortals. Like. Uh, Colonel swallowed all his kids, which was damn near all of them. 
Prison them, prison them because he didn't want nobody to overthrow him. Now Zeus is now Kronos's mother. He had Zeus, wrapped Zeus in a rock. Zeus, uh, she sent Zeus over to an island via a falcon or some shit like that. Yeah, it was like some type of and, bird, and then gave Hephaestus to rock. Uh, that's I mean, why. Rock. That's why Zeus always appears as a bird. Yep. But but he swallowed the rock. Now what Zeus did was he poisoned Kronos and made him regurgitate all his brothers' system. That's when they start fighting the Titans. Yep, Zeus was intelligent no, but disgusting. I love my shit. But he was disgusting though. He was out. He he raped his sister. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like um, like Medusa. The reason why Medusa looks like that because Poseidon raped her. But um, Athena she couldn't she couldn't do shit to Poseidon, so she had to take she took that shit out on Medusa. Yep. And uh, there's a bunch of incest and it's disgusting when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, but, but uh, the thing about Athena's uh, temple mates, they're all supposed to be virgins. They're not supposed to be touched. Yep. And none of that. And the crazy part is, I ain't gonna lie, they made Medusa look kind of, like, fine in the first game, though, but that's a whole different story, but whatever. But, all in all, get God of War, even if you haven't played the previous ones, I would highly recommend go on YouTube, look up, like... This is a fresh start. Yeah, it's a fresh start, but I would highly recommend going on, like, YouTube and, like, looking up, uh, uh, like, God of War, like, story, and this channel, I think it's called, like, Inzunzi or whatever, this dude basically takes, like, the cutscenes from, like, the games. Makes a movie. Yeah, makes a movie out of the cutscenes, and it's fire, and you can get caught up on all the shit. Granted, you might miss some details, you get the overall gist of it, and you will enjoy this game that much more. Because for fans who play the game, we enjoy it because we're like, Kratos is still that nigga, we played it we like watched his journey this and the third so we enjoyed it at the gate but for people who haven't played it they're gonna be like yo who's this kratos cat if anything this will make people want to go play the older ones and figure out why we love kratos so much even more kratos is kratos is so badass this motherfucker killed all the gods then he killed the titans all of them all of them <laughs> all of them and him so what he killed kronos in the most savage of ways I feel bad for Kronos. Kronos got the worst. The game is a buy or a game fly, whatever. If you can't afford it or whatever, you know, if the money's tight, if you got you can game fly or you can red box it, whatever. But it is it is a must play. Hell, go to a friend's if house who like, has it. <laughs> if, if you like if you like action games with some platforming, some brutal shit, this is the game for you. And with a good story, definitely cop this shit. It has to be. It like you have to play this game. And if anything, this game made me more excited for the games going to release later this year, like Red Dead 2. Like, I went to GameStop with my kids. I took my sons with me. Yeah. I got there at, um, I didn't leave that bitch till 9. I waited four, almost four hours to get my game. It, it is it is definitely worth the pickup. It's definitely worth the play. I would highly suggest playing it instead of watching it. That's just my personal opinion. Because while watching it is satisfying, when you play this shit... And go to some of the boss fights. You, I, I put one of the boss fights up on my channel. You, if you watch it, if you then look at it as a movie that you're watching because the story's that good. I'm telling it will, you, it will pull you. It will pull you in like you're watching a good movie. It's like a look at the cinema about it. It's but like a simple storytelling. It's fire. In wise, you have to put. You have to do it in your hands. You got to put. It, you got to put the game in your hands. I'm telling you, because like the storytelling. I'm not gonna say and make it seem like the story's like, oh my god, I haven't seen a story like this. You, if you've played games or read literature, you kind of see where the story is kind of going. You kind of get an overall understanding, but just how they're doing it and what they're you like the characters are using makes you that much more into it. So I would highly suggest playing God of War. 
game fly it, red box it, borrow from a friend, get it allegedly. Just somehow get your hands on this fucking game and play this, and you will understand why everybody's giving it the the high ratings that it rightfully deserves for being a new iteration in the God of War series um, and franchise. This not the thing about this. Now, now it's probably not for everybody. Now you know, but on my opinion, this is my opinion. To the hype, it's not disappointing at all. Challenges you got, you know, because like I said, some of the puzzles can get tedious and annoying, but. The farther you go in, the more you're gonna, and then you get to go to different realms. So that makes the game even longer. That's I cannot stress how and much, there's side missions too, which amplifies it too. I cannot stress how much a, a good game because if you have a good game and you beat it within four hours, five hours, like damn, man, I wish it would been a little bit longer. This game has length. You at least are in double-digit hour regions when playing this shit. The, the side missions amplify the gameplay because it's not like a corny side mission. Go do this, go do that, and like there's no type of dialogue. There's game dialogue. What's up? When was the game been out? Uh, since, since Friday, so about four days, roughly. Check this out. I'm already on episode 10 of my walkthrough. Case in point. Like, the game is definitely worth to pick up because, like, side missions are actually interaction between the people who are giving you the side missions and, you know, Kratos and the Sun. The dialogue in between just doing random shit. Like, there's constant dialogue. And, hold on, before we end this podcast, Kelly brought up a good question. There's some question. humor in there, too. Oh, there's, there's funny. Humor in there too. When you meet one of the characters, two, actually, like, three of the characters, you'll you'll get a good laugh in. But, uh, being objective, which is better, this, uh, God of War or Horizon Zero Dawn? Being as I've watched Rise of Zero Dawn, and I'm, I'm going to keep it all the way 100, the main reason why I didn't buy that game was because it, it just didn't appease me. Like, the concept itself was kind of cool, but the gameplay didn't, it didn't attract me to it. But I'm not going to say any shit on the game, because I watched Chase's walkthrough, and I was fully into the story. But that's I, I, really pretty, I pretty much have the same, uh, exact same wording that you do, because, like, I saw the game. Now, the game looks good, but I saw it so much on um you know all the com- press conferences you know PlayStation experience and it's kind of, it kind of just threw it through it do it out there and I was like okay now I've seen it you know and I I don't have any I'm not saying the game's bad but I just, it just I just didn't want to play it it kind of kept reminding me of Tomb Raider I think that's what what kind of turned me off about it it kind of reminded me a lot of like Tomb Raider not I'm not trying to say because as a girl and before this gets misconstrued it is reminding me a lot because like you know the sneaking the the bow it. It seemed like a prettier dystopian version or like prehistoric dystopian version of like a Tomb Raider. But I enjoyed the concept of like there's like technology, but we're like kind of in a prehistoric living off the land type of way. Like the concept was fire. But I will thoroughly say that God of War, in my opinion, as somebody who's played God of War from 1 to now, including PS. P version, almost the PS4 version, the PSP versions, who knows the story, knows the lore, this and the third, who's been invested in it i'm saying god of war but as somebody who you know has watched gameplay and who my mom even beat fucking horizon Zero Dawn and things like that i can say that i can i would respect the argument i can respect the argument but i would say that in my opinion i feel like god of war outclasses uh horizon Zero Dawn. mostly to the fact that it's it's a franchise like it has more games to back it up horizon Zero Dawn opinion- doesn't have that yet because yes. I've never played Horizon Zero Dawn. I've only played God of War, so I can't comment on Horizon Zero Dawn. So God of War would be better to me because I played those and put the time in, and I'm more invested in that. But not saying Horizon is not a good game. I just haven't played it, so I really can't comment on. It. 
it's a beautiful game. I will give Horizon that. That that game is very pretty, but I will say, like Eric just said, like I play God of War, so I know God of War. I didn't play Horizon, so I don't know Horizon that well. I just know the story because I watched a walkthrough on it, and I was like, okay, the story's pretty dope. But I was more, I'm more invested in the God of War franchise. I'm more invested in the combat that it has. Like Horizon didn't necessarily intrigue me too much to want to play it, but. I'm not going to sit here and say it's trash. It's a dope game, and I suggest that people would try it out if that's their league. But I would more so suggest God of War because, to me, it's more behind it. It's like more meat like on it's, it's like more meat on the bone. If you can afford both of them, get them both and formulate your own opinion. Exactly. But I'm saying God of War because I play God of War. I'm invested in God of War, and I love God of War. That's just my personal preference. That's just me. But... We got about an hour and 30 minutes damn near with podcast this time. I hope you guys enjoyed. Eric, what's your closing statement? Thank y'all for watching. Go hit, go subscribe to the channel. Like I said, if you, do, you can't play God of War, go check out the walkthrough. Thanks for coming every week, and that's about it for me. Eric's link is in the description as long as the homie Biggie's in the description. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. We will be back next week for episode 12. Hope you guys enjoyed episode 11. Make sure you go ahead and share, like this thing, all that good stuff. Go like the Facebook page. Go subscribe to everybody's channel. Do all that good all shit. All that good stuff. Yeah, go ahead and show your support for a real one. It's your boy Woozilla, your homeboy Eric, and we out.